Welcome to episode 204 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Shanghai Disneyland, and also other theme parks too, because we're not talking about Disney today, (laughs) Universal Studios Japan. And we're coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us up on our website at tdrexplorer.com. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all those places, all under TDR Explorer, under YouTube as well. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, the chief content editor for TDR Explorer. And I am the one uh, drinking a lot of stuff at Universal Studios Japan, which we'll go over. <laughs> <laughs> and joining as always is the wonderful Patricia. Patricia, hi. Hey. Um, I am the one not going anywhere for Silver Week. (laughs) Um, Fair enough. Fair enough. But somehow I ended up getting a ticket for the 29th to go to Disneyland, even though I wasn't going to. But people keep giving us tickets. So (laughs) we're going going. to the theme parks, even though we're trying not to go. Um, You can find me at Dream Sweets Love on Twitter and on Instagram. (laughs) <laughs> yeah um everyone that's gonna be listening to this is probably thinking well what about the b and the b stuff at tokyo disneyland don't worry that's our next episode we're going to talk about it there and we also have our bonus episode on patreon where we kind of gave our initial thoughts on uh, how all this reservation lottery stuff is working because it's very overwhelming and very confusing it's very weird So if you want to listen to our bonus episode, you can head on over to Patreon and support us there at patreon.com slash TDR now, and you get access to our bonus episodes. So that's one of our perks, and that's the $15 level. So if you want to go and uh, check that episode out, we give our, our, uh, I shouldn't say honest, like we're we're honest on, on our regular episodes too, but uncensored, our uncensored opinions. It's not for the children. No, no, it's not. It's not for children's ears, you know. So if you want to listen to our wonderful bonus episodes, we have a huge backlog too. So once you join, you actually get access not only to our newest ones, but also our backlog for the past, what, three, four years now at this point. So there's a lot. There's a lot of content there. So make sure you go check it out. Patreon.com slash TDR now and you help support the show. But enough about Disney. We're not talking about Disney today. We're talking about Universal Studios Japan. Yay! Woohoo! I love USJ. <laughs> I do too. And I was just there. Uh, well, I guess what a week and a half ago at this point. Was it like Halloween already? No, I just I was there just a little bit too early. Mm-mm. They announced Halloween. I think once I got there. Okay. Or after I'd already like paid for everything, mm-hmm. so I couldn't really shuffle things around. Which, I'm, I was surprised we're even getting a Halloween there. But it's like very small, right? This year they're yeah, not like not doing too much. much. No, there's no horror night stuff whatsoever, except for like, there's a Beetlejuice dancing show outside. Mm-hmm. So there's there's a couple like fun little Halloween shows with Beetlejuice and some monsters and zombies, and that's it. There's no houses. There's no zombies roaming the streets. I don't believe. But they do have a, like, there's a little parade and stuff for the kids. Because how USJ usually does their Halloween is they have the Horror Nights, which is included with your ticket. Mm -hmm. But then they also have the Halloween that's for the kids as well. I love, I love what they do with the kids. The little trick-or-treating and the separate greeting area. 
And actually already like thinking about last year, the way it is, it's not super crowded either. So I can see how they're able to do it. Yeah. It's it just it it just works for them. Yeah. I, I think I think they do a really good job. And the fact that it's not an extra ticket, like an, a separate event. Mm-hmm. Um like it like they do in the US. Well, uh, you know, under normal circumstances, I got ridiculously cheap hotels mm-hmm. there. Uh because of the whole go to go-to travel campaign that's happening in Japan where they're encouraging people to travel domestically. And I kind of, I, I wrestled with this in my mind because I'm thinking, well, yes, we're, we are still in a pandemic and I, I get that. And I just kind of went back and forth. Should I, should I really go? What should I do? And obviously I ultimately decided to go. My reasoning is, well, I, I'm traveling by myself and I, do my best to stay away from people, you know, like close contact and stuff from people and not just to protect myself, but others just in case I am, you know, asymptomatic, which I, it's hard to get tested in this country. (laughs) We, we can't just waltz up and get tested, which kind of sucks. And also your, your job is already kind of isolated. So you don't have to interact with people daily. Yeah. I'm at home most of the time. So I'm not really, I don't go to a ton of places and I just, we kind of, we have to learn to live with this thing. <laughs> I I did with what I was comfortable with and I was by myself most of the time. I met up with one person there, like one friend, and that was it. I was just distant, the you know, pretty much the entire time from everyone as best as I could. Like at USJ, I was outside for 99% of the time. I think the only time I was ever inside was Harry Potter, but that queue moved so quickly. Mm-hmm. There was... You know, I, I I felt perfectly fine, perfectly safe, to be honest. And everyone wears masks in Japan. Well, almost everyone. But to go into USJ, you have to wear a mask. And it's kind of a non-issue for people. Right, right. You know, it's not a big dramatic thing that we see in other places. <laughs> so I think Universal is doing a very good job with like the social distancing markers. And there's hand sanitizer everywhere. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. everywhere and everyone does it and the the team members their crew members they tell people to sanitize their hands and everything before they come in um they were doing this osaka covid tracing thing mm-hmm. where they they weren't super strict on it uh but you had to like scan this qr code and then enter your information and stuff and it kind of worked like i tried to do as much as i can but sometimes it just wouldn't load or it would throw an error or like it was just like not really consistent. Okay. I was wondering how that was working. Um, but at least they're I, trying, I know. you know. I like that they're that they're trying to implement it as much as possible. Yeah. Cuz there was only one place that we've been to during this entire pandemic in Tokyo that took contact tracing information and I'm so surprised that it's not more common. Yeah, uh, but they weren't very strict on it. Like, they didn't check if you actually did it. Mm-hmm. Like, you could easily just scan your QR code and then that's it. I'm not doing anything with it. Um, I tried to do it as much as I can, but it didn't always work. So, I don't know. It's, it's not a perfect system, so I, I really don't know. But talking about uh, the hotels, I stayed at three different hotels at the at Universal. I was there for seven nights. Mm-hmm. So, I, I did the... Um, and all the hotels 
handled things differently in terms of like the room cleaning. I stayed at the was it the Kihon Hotel, um, the one that's right in front of USJ and and Universal City. Right, right. Uh, the one that has like the the Sesame Street themed rooms. Uh huh. Um, so I stayed there and I got it for super cheap. Like it was about forty dollars a night. No, 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 cheaper than that. It was about thirty dollars a night. Was that with taxes and everything? Yeah. Wow. And that normally that's at least you know over a hundred dollars a night. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a steal. Um, it is one of the original hotels that opened up, so it is a little dated. Uh, and they uh, they have not updated those rooms at all. Oh. But it's fine. It's comfy. It's a room and it's right there. Right. Uh, it's rated right in, in Universal and it's a one minute walk to the park. So you can't really get any closer than that. Other than the Parkfront Hotel, which is technically closer. I love that hotel. Um, so they, for the Cajon, they didn't clean my, well, they didn't service the room the three nights I stayed. Oh, really? They just gave... They like they they had a sheet explain that they're not doing it because of what's happening. What? And so they would give like fresh towels and stuff every day. Uh-huh. Like they put a they hung they hung a bag on the doorknob. Uh and that was it. I think you could have asked them to do it, but I was by myself and I really didn't care. I'm like, whatever. I'm by myself. It's fine. Three nights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like you would fine. want like the. I wonder if that's why the price was so low. Yeah, that might have been too. I don't know. So I, I, I did that hotel, and then I also did the Parkfront Hotel mm-hmm. as well. I got that for about fifty dollars a night. Okay. And I mean, it's Parkfront Hotel. I've done that hotel before. It was great. Yeah, I like it. It's my favorite hotel. Like we always stay and there. That, and then I did a few nights at the Liber Hotel, the newest hotel, oh, Universal. We've been there one time. It's gorgeous. It's very nice. I like the elevators. They're really pretty. From the elevators, you can see right into Super Nintendo World. I know. Easily. <laughs> <laughs> Pro tip if anyone's going, uh, you can see right into Super Nintendo World. You, you kind of need a, a zoom lens to really make out anything, but you can see into the, you can see into it. I mean, but there. you can see Nintendo World from... Like park front, like in the park. The... Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have a park facing room, yeah, you can. So the the library hotel was gorgeous, and I got that for about forty dollars a night. Okay. Which is ridiculous. Again, that the hotel was probably, I think it was about a hundred twenty, hundred thirty dollars a night normally. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so it it was ridiculously cheap. I booked everything through Agoda. Because at the time, Booking.com, which is the one I usually go through, didn't have the cheap rates. Yeah. And they weren't applying the go-to travel automatically. Yeah. Whereas Agoda was. So on top of the discounts that the hotels are already giving, Agoda also applied the go-to travel discount. All I had to do was enter the prefecture I lived in. Mm -hmm. And as long as I didn't pick Tokyo, it gave an extra 35% off. Because I, at the time, Tokyo wasn't included right. in the go-to travel. It is now, I believe, but at the time, they weren't. But the weird thing is, there was nothing to really verify that I was from Chiba, like living in Chiba. Uh-huh. Because I didn't have to enter any... I just had to pick from the drop-down. What prefecture are you from? Chiba. Okay, who? Cool. Here's 35% off. So, <laughs> I don't know. I guess 
honor system. I don't know. But they also check your information when you check in. They just looked at like they looked at my my resident card. They just looked at my name. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. I I I, I didn't have to lie. I didn't lie. So <laughs> it's fine. Uh yeah. So I, yeah, the hotel's great. The Liber Hotel. Uh, I did some videos and stuff. I gotta get that edited on YouTube. Um. It was a great hotel. I loved it. I went to the the spa, as they call it, which is just a cento. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. And it's huge. And one thing that kind of um, caught me by surprise is I had to pay for the... the You have to pay for the bath. There's, there's a service fee for the spa mm-hmm. every night. Right. And you don't pay that... I, I didn't pay that through the the webs, the uh, like Agoda. I had to pay when I got to the hotel. Right, right. Which was interesting. Well, it was it was fine. It was 150 yen a day, mm-hmm. which is like a dollar fifty, which really not that exorbitant to be honest. No. Like, I mean, for something that nice, whatever, it's fine. <laughs> so, were you at the parks for seven days? Oh no, no, no. Okay, no. I did them what three? I think. Okay, okay. Or maybe three and a half. I I think I popped in for like in the morning to like ride something, and then I left. Um, no, I, I did universal for three, three and a half days or whatever, or was it two and a half? I don't remember. It was the the week went by so quick. And then I went up to Kyoto, Nara and Kobe Mm -hmm. and Himeji castle. Mm -hmm. Um, I I did all those too and everything's outside. So I just, I I felt fine and it wasn't busy anywhere I went. It was weird being in Kyoto with nobody there. Yeah, you had um, so weird. you had good timing because now that it's the long weekend, it looks like so many places are really crazy. Yeah, a lot of domestic travel is kind of ramping up, which uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so for Universal, um, so I, I my annual pass is the light one, mm-hmm. so you can only go on weekdays. Minus any holidays, like major holidays and stuff. So that's why I went on the weekday because that's the only time I can go in. Right, right. And it was just, it was very quiet. The park was so quiet. Um, the first, the first morning, I did everything I wanted in terms of attractions. Mm-hmm. I did the f- actually no, that's a lie. The first day, Flying Dinosaur was closed that day because it was just finishing being under maintenance. But then the next day it opened. I I got to do everything, um, like Harry Potter, uh, Hollywood Dream backdrop, uh, the Draymond VR roller coaster, uh, which was cute. I got sick. Oh no! Like, well, I, I I didn't vomit or anything, but it was more. Ooh, okay. There's a lot of movement in this one, and it was. I think the, for me, the problem with the VR stuff is um, the the like the quality of the video is not smooth enough for me uh, so it's a little janky yeah like it's not to say that it's not a high quality ride like for for a temporary ride it's really good i think but it's just it's just that 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 it's hard to explain that quality of the video just the way it moves that's what gets me sick if it's not synced especially i think it can be really really disorienting mm. i th- yeah i think mine was synced fine i don't i don't think that was the issue but yeah it was just it's like just slightly blurry 
Mm-hmm. You know, just just a just a little bit, and you know, I did uh, adjust the 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 headset and everything, and it was got as good as it would get. So I I don't know. It it was a cute ride. I didn't fully understand it because I don't really know Draymon, except that he's a cat that has unlimited pockets, and is like a pocket that he pulls stuff out of, <laughs> <laughs> and he and he doesn't have ears. That's really all I know about Draymon. Like I've watched some of the cartoons before, and. Uh-huh. I mean, I, I never, I, I didn't grow up with it, right? So, I don't have that emotional attachment to it. Sure, sure. But it was, it was fun. I wanted to do it just at least once. The food was good, though. The food was cute. It looked really adorable. Um, I did the, uh, the mochi that they have. Mm-hmm. So like the little, the little mochi, and there were like, uh, Draymon and then two other characters, Noriba, Norita, no, no, no Nobita, no. Nobita, and then someone else with an S, Shin, Shizuka. Shin, She's like, okay, you know more than I do. <laughs> um, those are really good, except there was one that was this weird sweet potato one, and it was not good. Aww. I didn't like it. It was like a roasted roasted something with sweet potato, and it just it, no, it didn't do it for me. But the other one was like banana cream, mm-hmm. custard, and the other one was, I think, azuki red bean paste. You know, traditional flavor that usually comes in like mochi, right? Right, right. That was good. That was so good. I've done all the rides before, so you know nothing new there. I've talked about them a million times on the podcast. Like this, the flying dinosaur was great. Um, oh, okay. So I did the flying dinosaur three times, mm-hmm. which is unheard of because when the wait time is so long, because usually that thing gets up to like three, four hours on a normal day. Right. You can you ride it once, right? You're kind of a one and done. Otherwise, you're just in in the line all day. Uh, so I did it three times, and I've never done it at night before, uh-huh. right? Because I've always done it first thing in the morning because I want to not have to wait forever. So I did it at night, which is great. It was fantastic, and you can see <laughs> you can see right into Super Nintendo World. Oh my gosh! Like that was probably the best view into it for a split second. <laughs> right, right, because it's so close, right? <laughs> it's close, and you're right at the top, Ooh. but then uh, yeah, there you go, but. I was put into the very back of the coaster, uh-huh. and when we got to the top, like near the top, I, I then I, that's when it clicked. I'm like, oh, when you're in the back, it's much more intense. Yes, and I forgot about that, and I've never ridden in the back of that coaster before. I was always like either in the front or in the middle. That's just how it works out because you don't get to choose. Right, and when it it went. Man, that Woo! was intense. It was really intense. Oh, you're so it was lucky. Fun. It was so fun though. Like again, like the the flying dinosaurs, like that. For me, the thrill factor is right at that cusp of like it's too much. Aww. It it almost gets there for me, so it's still a lot of fun. I've been on coasters before where they're just they're just too intense that, that it's not enjoyable for me. Mm-hmm. Whereas the flying dinosaurs, just almost at the point, but I I freaking love it. I love it so much. Speaking of. Super Nintendo World. You can see it from like everywhere in the park. Yeah. Like sight lines. What are those? <laughs> it, it's looking so good though. Uh it uh, it it is from the so um so from the Liber Hotel, all the rooms face the the water, face uh the river. Right. So not none of them face the park. So the only way you can see into the park is if you're, you go in the elevator because they're glass. Mm-hmm. But when I was at the the Kahan hotel i had a park facing room Mm. and i could see right into super nintendo world i don't have like a big bazooka 
lens or anything like that. Uh, but it was just fun to watch it in the evening. Yeah. When when all the other most of the other lights in the park were off, all the lights were on in Super Nintendo World because you can tell they're working on it still. Mm-hmm. And it was just fun to just see like the coins spinning. Oh. And the like the light and stuff reflecting off them. Right. And it it, it kind of like it dawned on me. I'm like, oh, they got the like you know whatever you want to call it the velocity or the you know of the the spinning of the coins is exactly from the game like just the way they spin Mm -hmm. it looks like it's the actual game like it's just crazy how much detail they're putting into this area i just read that um the the i should i didn't write this down uh the ceo i think of universal parks Mm -hmm. or something someone can correct me um said that Super Nintendo World, they're planning to open in 2021. I saw that. I was really, really happy with that announcement. Yeah. I was wondering if they were going to do it, like, maybe shortly after Beauty and the Beast, like, shortly being maybe a month or two after or something. Yeah. But it sounds like they're taking a different route than Tokyo Disney, which that happens all the time. One park does something one way, the other one will do it a completely different way. I'm wondering if Universal is maybe hoping for things to maybe calm down a little bit and the borders to reopen so then they can have this influx of visitors. I'm wondering if that's the strategy they're going after. I don't know. I don't know either. I wonder. Because obviously Tokyo Disney's not waiting for that. <laughs> it's opening. <laughs> By the time this podcast comes out, the Beauty and the Beast is going to be open. Right. So I don't know. But then but then again too, I mean, Beauty and the Beast is supposed to be open in April and Super Nintendo, they seemed like they strategically didn't give a date. Yeah. It was just like summer 2020. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Different different strategies on both sides here, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. There's Halloween merchandise. What kind of merch? So, they have Child's Play, Chucky, which is, I, I mean, that's not unheard of because they, ha- they always have the, the Child's Play uh, walkthrough house. Right. For Horror Nights. But then, out of seemingly nowhere, Casper the Friendly Ghost. Like, a whole line of Casper the Friendly Ghost I was wondering about that. I'm like, Casper the Friendly... Like, what? I guess I guess it's an IP that you don't see very often here. So, they could be just like, oh, look at this. It's kind of like... It's... For... for I guess for people living here, it's new-ish. Because you... You, you know, most people, especially this, like, generation that would be going to the theme parks, did not grow up with it right so i guess they wanted to bring out a new character right mm-hmm. even though it's not Maybe even though it's not it's... new you know no casper's from like what the 60s yeah. or something 50s or 60s like the, the comics exactly so and that design kind of that like is that kind era. of like really like that nostalgic old-timey american design i think is really cute to a lot of people yeah it is i think i think People seem to really like it. And it was really, it's really good merchandise. I had to get some of it. It's just really cute. What did you get? Um, I got the plush keychain, which is really squishy. Oh, yeah. Like it's, it's not just a standard, standard, um, you know, plush keychain where they're kind of, you know, they're a little stiff. Mm-hmm. Like they're still soft, but they're a little stiff, you yeah. know? But this one, it's kind of like, you know, those, those like stretchy pillows that you can uh-huh. get. Kind of that, that, that mochi, mochi, mochi texture you know uh yeah mochi is like what they call some of the pillows because they're like really stretchy like the pounded Mm -hmm. rice 
which is called mochi. So kind of like that kind of texture, which I thought was kind of fun and cute. So I got that. Cute. And a t-shirt. I got the t-shirt. Aww. Because it had this like, because it has, it says Casper the Friendly Ghost on it. But then in the background, it's like this neon outline of the arches, like uh, the archway for Universal. Mm-hmm. Which is clearly Universal Studios Japan, which I think is really cool. Yeah. Um, because Tokyo Disney merch doesn't really do that. You know, like this is our, you know, Tokyo Disney will have stuff that's like, oh, this is a shirt with the castle on it kind of thing. They don't do a lot of that mm-hmm. stuff. Very rarely do they. Whereas USJ is just like, here it is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I, you know, I, I, I had to get it. I just did. Cool. But yeah, overall, though, I think Universal is doing a really good job, um, even though if you, I guess, look on Twitter now, uh, the like the, the the Silver Week, they had like five hour waits, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, this um, this weekend streets looked a little, a little scary. Very crowded. Yeah. Very crowded. Yeah. Um, well, there's not enough time to go into it, but maybe we'll do it in a different episode or something. But the going to Kyoto and Kobe, Nara and stuff, that was fun. That was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really plan anything with that. I just kind of went. I've never been to Nada before. Nada's really nice. I like it a lot. I got bit by deer. So, you know, I can say I've had that happen before. I try to avoid no. the deer. Those deer are so aggressive. I'm, I'm kind of scared are. of them. Especially when there's no tourists around Oh, now. no. You're like I... the only source of the cookies then. <laughs> yeah. So I watched this poor girl do it. And she got probably about 10 <gasps> to 15 of them were just like chasing no. her. And they're nipping at her. And her boyfriend was laughing. And she was like, stop laughing at me. This is terrible. I'm like, well, you chose this. <laughs> you, you're the ones that, you're the one that bought those, you know, the, the sembe. Yeah. You knew what you were signing up for. Oh no, that poor girl. Oh, <laughs> uh, it was funny. But then the exact same thing happened to me and I was just not having Chris, it. Chris, <laughs> you should know better. Don't trust those deer. <laughs> uh, I wanted, to, I wanted to do it at least once. I knew what I was getting myself into. I, I, I like I got nipped a couple times, like in the in the leg and stuff. Uh-huh. Like didn't I didn't bleed or anything, but it did kind of hurt. I'm like, oh my like, gosh, don't. they bit you? Yeah, they bit me. They bit my leg. Oh my gosh! And then one of them started pulling on my shirt. I'm like, do not rip this shirt. <laughs> <laughs> don't you dare! And then one of them like got brave and like ripped it out of my hand. I'm like, okay, well here you go. Jeez. Oh no. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention. Okay, so. I'm really jumping all over the place, but the whole uh, Universal is doing. It's only until the end of this month, but they're doing this um, unlimited drink uh-huh. uh, promotion where uh, it was what fifteen hundred yen or something, which is a little pricey, uh-huh. but you get unlimited soft drinks at most restaurants. So. I did that one day just to see how much I can drink, and I drank a lot. Like, is it, like, just soda pop, or is it, like, specialty drinks, or, like, what? Uh, just just soda and coffee. And do you have to carry the cup with you, oh. or do you have, like, a little pass? No, no, no. Uh, they, they put a wristband on you. I like that. I like that it's by wristband. And, yeah, and then you just go to the restaurant, and all the crew knew exactly what you were getting, because they would look at your wrist and, like, oh, another drink? I'm like, yep. <laughs> And there was a couple of times where I just sat in the restaurant. I just kept going back up there. I'm like, I'm going to get another one. I'm going to get a tea Aww. now. I'm going to get a coffee. I'm going to get a you know Coke Zero. It was great. 
I feel like a little pricey. Yeah, but, but if you if it's especially if it's like summer and you're drinking a lot of tea or coffee or or soda or whatever, it's not it's not bad, right? And I feel like my son is always like like at the theme parks, like he would get a lot out of it in particular. So that would if they it's it's like so they were kind of like testing it for this month, right? Yeah, it seemed that way. And also too, if you had it and you wanted to order a set uh-huh. meal, you know that you know come with a drink aside and you know burger or whatever they would subtract 320 yen from the price of the meal yeah that's great which is i mean that's that's how much the drink is normally uh-huh. so they just subtract that from the the, the meal which i thought was really, like that's good they kind of have to do that but yeah i thought that was you know, nice. i think that's not bad at all if you if you think about like yeah. you're there all day and you go to restaurants or you get thirsty or whatever like especially with like 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 teenagers, you know, it's like kind of a good deal. And I think right now too, I was a little hesitant on filling my water bottle uh-huh. with the water, like at the water fountains. Yeah. So I kind of thought, well, I need to stay hydrated. Otherwise I'm going to, you know, get a uh-huh. headache and not feel well. So I thought, you know what, I'll just do it. It's fine. Uh, USJ is really bad for, um, they don't have water stations. Yeah, you know unlike, what? You're unlike right. Unlike Tokyo Disney. Tokyo Disney has water stations where you can fill up your water bottle Everywhere, and stuff. yeah. Yeah, like almost every rest, like counter service restaurant has it. Whereas USJ, nope, they don't. They have water fountains outside and they're very few and far in between. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite one is actually in Dr- the, the washrooms at Jurassic Park because they're covered in, by shade. Mm-hmm. So then in the summer, because, you know, there's nothing worse than getting to a fountain that's in the sun. Ugh. And the water comes out and it's just, you know, almost it's like tepid. Yeah. It's just like not enjoyable. Yeah. <laughs> so these ones are usually a little bit cooler, which is nice. I love it. But overall, I had a really, I, I had a good time at USJ. I I almost never have a not good time. USJ, there. the customer service there is so, so good. I, I love it. I, we always come back with a smile when we go. Mm-hmm. I did, I, I did have one little, like, this is just a very minor annoyance. Like, this is a very much a first world problem. And I completely understand that. And mm-hmm. I, I, I hear the irony, you know, when, I, when I'm about to say this. So I have, or like, whenever you buy a shirt or something at USJ, mm-hmm. if you're walking around long enough, almost every team member is going to say, oh, your shirt is so cool or yes. it's so cute. And after about the 20th time, it gets a bit old. <laughs> No, I know, like, I know that the team members are doing their job and how are they supposed to know? Right. (laughs) But, you know, when I'm tired and stuff, I'm like, yes, there's only so many times I can tell you, yes, I know my shirt is cute. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So usually I'll try and maybe talk about something else with them just to to change it up. (laughs) You know, that's what I try to do. But I'm saying it now. I know it's, it's. that sounds ridiculous. Like it, that, that's a weird thing to get annoyed about. It's one but... of it's one of my favorite things is that the cast goes <laughs> out of their way to interact with you, mm-hmm. you know, and to to kind of like have guests to um a, ca- a crew, right? It's crew because it's Universal Studios, like like um like conversation. I love that. I love that about USJ. Yeah, I do too. I really do. Oh, uh, one more thing before we we, we go, uh, the character greetings. I am kind of a fan of how the social distance character greetings are going. Why? Because it's so much easier to get a photo of them oh. without 
without so many people swarming the characters, right? Uh-huh. Because at USJ, it's a lot of them are just free for all, right? Yeah. They just kind of come out, and then you just kind of have to fight with people. Not literally, but you know, you kind of have to be a little assertive uh-huh. to get your photo with the character. But now no one's allowed to go up to the characters, so they're behind you know these lines and stuff, and they just like dance around and pose and everything. You get a nice shot with them. And if you want to get a picture, you can still kind of do that. You just can't get that close to them. But right. I don't know. I I'm kind of a fan of it because it's easier to just see the characters. I can see that. I for do sure. like that. I really do. Uh, Fiona and Shrek were out on the balcony a lot, mm-hmm. which is fun. And then they 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 swap out with Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> it's just very very strange but i approve yeah (laughs) well that's it for our show today before we do go though we have some wonderful explorers to thank who help keep the show going help us pay our wonderful editor (laughs) (laughs) so a big thank you to acro disney girl amanda c amy b amy c Mama Explorer, Benjamin, Brent M, Carrie, Claire, Claudia, Dave, David, Emily Baker, and Kevin. And thank you to Jamie, Jose, Kathy, Lee, Murray H, Michael, Murray, Sophie, Spoopy, Thomas, Kay, Alexandra, Lizzie, Amy and Andy, and Eli. So make sure you leave us a review on Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes. Give us those five stars. Leave a comment and stuff. That really does help us out on the show. And if you have any questions, suggestions, or anything, reach out to us on Twitter or send us an email, contact at tdrxplorer.com. You can find stuff about Universal up on our website at tdrxplorer.com. And I'm one of your hosts, Chris, the chief content editor for TDR Explorer. And I am the one trying... To have as many drinks as I physically can (laughs) fit inside my stomach at Universal Studios Japan. (laughs) And joining as always is the wonderful Patricia. Oh, guys, thank you so much for listening. As always, I'm the one enjoying um, Chris's lovely stories uh, about his trip to Nara and USJ and Kobe. And I hope you enjoyed it too. And look forward to next time. Till next time, explorers. Bye. 